Welcome to the next Pop Topic draft. We are here with the same two co's as we've had before, Tristan and Andrea, to discuss another broad topic and see who comes out on top with whatever arbitrary list we're doing. Of course, we have the Pop Topic co-host, Tristan himself. How are you doing today? Doing great. Doing great. I'm ready to finally get a win under my belt. I've been losing for too long. Yeah, they're going to make a biopic on us, Tristan, to be called The Losers. It really would. Yeah. Uh, and then the bio pick called The Winner. We would have Andrea. How are you doing today? I am doing great. Really excited to see who won last time, like boys. <laughs> and then ready to see how this uh, bio pick draft goes. Yeah, I think I got some, some good answers. Yeah, the drafting is only secondary for Andrea. It's just knowing if she won again or not. <laughs> Yeah, that's what really matters. I want to see how long the streak goes. Yeah. Yeah, the car <laughs> ride to us going to Michael's to pick up some frames or whatever. Uh, Andrea the whole time was like, can we see if Trista wants to record today? Because I just want to know if I won last draft or not. Oh. She, she doesn't even want to actually draft. She just wants to know if she's three for three. Oh, my God. Yeah. Wow. So I guess before we get into... The biopic draft, which is going to be the topic we're doing this episode. Uh, we did do the A24 draft last month. You know, it was a pretty tough competition between the three of us uh, and a pretty divided vote. For the best, I actually won with Uncut Gems. For worst, Andrea won with Spring Breakers, a classic, truly. Uh, for comedy, Andrea won for Ladybird. For horror, Tristan won for Hereditary, for Drama, Tristan won for Moonlight, for Modern, I won for Everything Everywhere All at Once. So it all came down to Classic, the first couple of years of the A24 history, and Andrea won with Enemy. (laughs) So Andrea is now three for three. She's acting surprised, but uh, there's a reason why she was excited the last 24 hours. (laughs) It was like Christmas I, morning for her. No, when I. When it came down to classic, I knew I lost. <laughs> I, I just randomly picked a movie like that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I was pretty close, though. I was actually 10% below Tristan for whore. Midsommar was actually surprisingly close. Uh, and then mm-hmm. if Midsommar won, I would have been tied with Andrea. And the tiebreaker is uh, who had the best draft overall. I had 70% of that vote. Andrew now three for three, so really wow. the, the biopic truly is the winner here. She can't be stopped. Well, you gotta wow. get a point on the board here, Quentin. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is our chance of winning. A you biopic. Guys, you guys could get this. I think this one I think this is gonna be a hard one, actually. We gotta draft like superhero movies next time. <laughs> I was honestly just I was thinking that. About. You guys would kick my ass because I don't know shit about that at all. Yeah, I was thinking maybe in December we could do, uh, like, something to do with, well, I was going to say box office because Avatar's coming out, but we should probably just wait till the actual summer to do box office. But yeah, we got to do something that Andrew's not really in her field here. Biopics. Andrew loves biopics. Literally, she's the one that's like, oh, Quinn, let's watch a biopic. I love these things. So, you know, uh, we're, we're still in her turf here. See if we can take her down. That's going to happen. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> We'll see. It's like Andrew talking to kids. Like, oh, you got it next time, Jimmy. I I have faith in you. All right. So we'll take us out of our misery here. We are here for the fourth draft. 
Andrea has yet to be defeated for the categories. We obviously have the two returning favorites. We have the best biopic, the worst biopic, as well as probably most biopic themes that you would see occurring here. We got musical, biopics, sports, political, and then the last two being historical biopics, which would be a biopic about someone that wasn't alive when the film was released, and then contemporary biopics, which is about someone that was alive when the film was released. So how are you guys feeling going in here? What's your guys' thoughts on biopics? Is there like certain ones you guys gravitate towards? Because, you know, I know there is for me. I, I would never watch musical biopics if I was not doing this podcast. I like musical biopics. It's probably one of the genres I do gravitate toward. Uh, I like biopics in general. It's probably one of my more favorite genres. Uh, I really enjoy movies based on real-life people and real-life things. So yeah, biopics. Biopics in general are pretty, pretty fun. For me, you know, the the best thing for me is always a true story. I love anything based on a true story. Um, I don't know. I always just find, like, I connect more to them, and they're usually just more emotional for me. Uh, and I'm usually able to find some type of connection. And that's that's why I like biopics. Yeah, I don't know if I love the traditional biopic. Like, you know, if I really wanted to learn about someone's life, I'd watch the documentary on them. I love films like Spencer, those kind of biopics where they kind of stretch the truth to tell like a more interesting narrative or a more captivating story. So I'm going to try and not pick Spencer in this. It's like my third or fourth option for some but, you know, I talked about that enough last year. I'm trying to talk about movies that we don't discuss more on the podcast. So that probably won't pop up. But there is definitely going to be movies that are similar to that. Where are they, you know, are they told to educate us or told to tell a narrative? And I gravitate the ones that choose story over structure. So, you know, I, I feel like I'm a fake biopic fan i don't really like the traditional stories i know andrew loves them though you know if, if you got a true story she'll eat that shit right up it's like thanksgiving dinner for her she'll gobble it up <laughs> oh my it's a great way to phrase it. that's what i was <laughs> I thinking i was like wow <laughs> you know uh thanksgiving just passed for us and in the states it's going to be in a few weeks by the time this comes out so it's, it's just passed you mean this today it's currently things. Well, it's, yeah, it's today for us. Uh, well, you know, it'll be passed by, you know, by yeah, a week or so when this is out. Uh, but yes. Yeah, let's, yeah, let's pick the order here, Quentin. Yeah, it is fitting yeah. that we're doing this on Thanksgiving because Andrea is thankful that she won again. This is <laughs> very yeah, thankful. She loves yes. these podcasts. On Cloud Nine. For the order here, we are going to be deciding, you know, snake draft order like we always do between Andrea, Tristan, and myself. Uh, I'm secretly hoping I get second this time, but uh, you know we'll, we'll see how this order goes. So the order for this draft is going to be Andrea first, Tristan second, and I'm third. Not ideal. Wow. But, um, All right, the first it. pick goes to the reigning champion. Yeah. Wow. Wow. I'm I was not thinking I don't think I've got first at all in any of these so a little shocking yeah you have not got first uh which is interesting because I actually started thinking about it because I believe me and Tristan mentioned this yesterday you only really need to get three of these to win right like it just seems like most of the time it's a three two two split 
So you just need to get three. And if you go first, that means you're going to be the first of choosing at least three categories because when it goes around the snake draft, you're going to be getting the sixth and seventh choice. So you should be getting, theoretically, the top three picks. And Andrew's won every time, and she's never gotten first yet. So theoretically, the best position to get the first three on the board. Uh, and, and she still wins every time. So it's not even like that's helping us out, Trust. What you're saying is we really don't have a chance here tonight. <laughs> yeah, Andrew's <laughs> in the best position, and she hasn't even gotten this position before. But, you know, maybe in theory it's the best, but she might screw up here. We'll, we'll see uh, what her first choice is. Yeah, this makes me a little nervous that I have first pick. I usually uh, don't have to figure out what I want so quickly. Yeah. Um, but with that being said, um, I think I'm going to go ahead and just, uh, I'm just going to start with historical. Okay. Um, I'm going to pick the film I probably like best for, well, actually, I don't want to say it's best. I have several biopics that I really love in the historical section. But it's a strong I'm, section. It is. It's really strong, and I think any of us really honestly would have a fair chance to win it. Uh, but I'm going to go with uh, The Favorite. Oh! <laughs> what? You didn't think that's what I was going to go with? That's a great pick. I love this movie. Well, but first thanks. draft on the board? Oh, my gosh. That's... Why not? It's a wonderful movie. Um, yeah, I had it written down as my op- one of my options, but it was, wouldn't have been my first draft. Better. Yeah, first draft pick, that's pretty strong. But... um. I love the favorite. <laughs> I mean, I love the favorite. I love Olivia Coleman. She's amazing in it. Um, there's Emma Stone. She's great as well. The whole cast, honestly, overall is fabulous. Um, and if you like period pieces like me, which I absolutely love a good period piece, um, yeah, this is this is definitely a great pick. Yeah, yeah, the, the favorite's awesome. I just <laughs> did the 2018 retrospective on the podcast where I talked about everyone's favorites of 2018. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I rewatched all the movies for 2018 and I walked away. Uh, the favorites, you know, except for Spider-Verse, which is a masterpiece, uh, is my favorite film of the year. Like, it's, it's truly incredible. So, you know, great choice. Really good movie. Uh, interesting first pick, though. I- I'm happy, though, because I thought there was two clear choices and I didn't want to get third because I thought I was going to lose them both. But it uh, looks like I'm going to get at least one of them. <laughs> well, I could have went with my other pick. I'm sure someone else is going to take the other one that i definitely had been considering so so there you guys go there's a point for you no i'm kidding <laughs> <laughs> it's just trying to help us out she feels bad for us yeah she's trying to give us a win <laughs> all right give, give my first pick hope. here yeah i'm gonna go right for uh best as mm-hmm. the category okay. and they uh my first pick is gonna be the social net I told Andrew, I was like, my dream is I get second and you get first, because you're not going to pick it, but there is a clear winner, baby. And he took yeah, it. Is. It's so good. It's like a near-perfect movie. Uh, it, it, in my opinion, it is a perfect movie. Uh, it's my second favorite film of all time. I genuinely think, you know, Grand Budapest is my personal favorite, but I think the greatest movie made is potentially The Social Network. It's literally the modern-day Citizen Kane. It, it's incredible. Interesting put it in best, though. I was for sure going to put it in contemporary, so now I'm kind of questioning why I was going to do that. But, yeah, either way, yeah, it had to be chosen. Well, over to you, Quentin, for two picks in a row here, baby. Yeah, yeah, I definitely know what I'm picking for one of them. Uh, I'm glad I at least am getting one of the two I was really wanting. Um, I was really wanting Social Network, though, so, you know, a little blow to my sale. Um... 
I am going to go with probably one of the most iconic Best Picture winners, which Best Picture really has a lot of biopic. <laughs> like, you know, I guess the Academy loves true stories, just like Andrea. Um, but I'm going to go with probably one of the most iconic, the one that we're actually going to be discussing on the Oscar Rewind podcast in about a week's time. So, you know, it's pretty much on topic here. But I'm going to go with Schindler's List for political. Everyone's quiet, but was that on anyone's list? <laughs> it was, but I had it under historic is where I was going to Ah, uh, okay. There's just so many good ones for historic, and honestly, I don't watch that many political ones. I only have, like, three that I've even seen. So I was just going to put it there just because I didn't have much uh, to choose from over in that category. Uh, and then my second choice... Hmm. I'm going to go for worst because i only have one movie on my worst i I didn't have any other options and i'm worried someone else is going to take it because i've only really seen one biopic that i would say is bad Uh, and so i'm just going to throw it on there and that's going to be you know it is a musical (laughs) which makes sense because i don't like these at all and this is the worst of all musicals that i've seen in quite some time and that's going to be bohemian rhapsody which also won, which was also nominated for Best Picture. So, you know, I guess um, with the Academy. I haven't seen that. Yeah, I'm not even too worried about either you guys taking it because I know you haven't seen it, and I think Tristan liked it. So I didn't I have it down for anything. I thought it was a perfectly fine film, but I didn't think it was going to be best in anything, so I didn't have it. Yeah, I wasn't too worried about anyone taking it, but you know, in the off chance someone did, I had no other choices because I it's really the only one that I would say is bad. The rest are either boring and bland. Or, you know, phenomenal. But th- th- this one I just thought was pretty much painful. It, this is why I don't like biopics for Bohemian Rhapsody is they try to, like, tell the lead character in, like, an ungodly positive light. Like, it felt like Queen could do no wrong. Like, you know, it kind of felt like it was almost untouchable to an extent. Uh, and it, maybe it, that's it because... Them, like, to a needless amount. Yeah, yeah, like, really, like, man, what a fucking hero this guy was. What, like, really, this guy could have been, like, the fucking Queen of England here. Like, it was, or, or like, the, like, you know, the next upcoming Pope, based on how holier-than-thou this character was in the movie. Like, it just, it feels fake, and it's still trying to feel real. It's the worst kind of biopic. Either, like, tell a narrative that is fake, or try and paint it as realistically as possible, and this movie did, did neither. It's not really my thing. But if you like musicals, if you like Queen, you know, they got some jams. I'm sure people do like this movie. I don't know if this is even a popular take, but I know it's considered one of the worst for musicals, at least, and that's my least favorite category. So that's my choice. All right, on to you, Trist. What's your next choice? I'm going to go with the musical category. Okay. I'm going to pick Amadeus. Oh! Whoa, you just watched that. I just saw that. That's a good movie. Wow. Yeah, I, I think it's a pretty pretty damn good one. Uh, there's a lot of really good musical uh, biopics, but as far as being like probably like the highest quality, probably Amadeus. Mm-hmm. It's probably not my favorite personally. This was going to be my pick if I ever got to do musical. I do think this. I just watched it. Uh, was it two days ago? You literally just watched. Yeah, yeah. Ass. This was one of the ones I was trying to watch because I <laughs> I had to watch some musicals because I didn't see any good ones before this. Uh, yeah, and this is definitely still just a really strong movie. Uh, and I, I think personally, I think it's my favorite too. Uh, what, what are some that you've really liked personally, Tris? 
Uh, do I say them because you might just want to take them, or is that fine? Uh, no, those are, okay, yeah, that's true. Yeah, right. If you want to keep well, it quiet Straight out of Compton was the other one I had on my list. I, I, I uh, probably okay. personally like that what one is more. It? Straight out of Compton. Oh, I've yeah. never seen it. I haven't seen it either. Uh, yeah, that was that was that was the other one I had written down. Yeah. All right, Andrew, you now get two more picks here. I feel so much more pressure. I have no idea why. I like I like being in the second spot. You just get to do one at a time, and it's really easy. Um, yeah, I like the second spot. Pretty chill. The second spot. It's my first time getting the second spot, and I really like it. It's yeah. so chill. Yeah, you don't have to worry about anything. But now I feel like I'm under like so much more pressure because I think I've only ever had the second spot before. Um, and it's nice. <laughs> so, um, let's see. With that being said, I think I'm going to go. I think I'm going to go. Um, has anyone done sports film? No one's nope. done sports film yet. All right. Wow. Nope. I'm going to take a big one off the board here. Sorry, guys. Um, but I'm going to go with Moneyball. Damn it. I think that was, was the clear front runner. <laughs> I was really hoping you wouldn't go with it. <laughs> Yeah, it's literally my favorite. I had one that was right behind it. I honestly thought one of you guys was going to snag that first. Moneyball? Um, yeah. I was actually between that or Bohemian Rhapsody. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I love Moneyball. Yeah, so I wanted to go ahead and just get that one out there. That one is honestly so good. Um, even if you're not a sports fan, I think it's very relatable. Um, and Brad Pitt does an amazing job. I oh, loved yeah. him. And in Jonas Hill was great as well. Yeah. Same writer as Social Network. Uh, two on the board. Yeah, no, definitely. I think I'm probably the only person that liked Moneyball more than I liked the Social Network. Yeah. That's a hot take. <laughs> yeah, Moneyball's really good. Yeah, it's no Social Network. Uh, no. But yeah, I've always said Moneyball's probably one of the best sport films ever made. Uh, it's like, you know, not even really about sports, but it's just such a good movie that, yeah, it's got to be the best sport film ever. It, it, it's incredible. I really love this film. Uh, it's super sharp writing, similar to Social Network. And I've always been a sucker for Brad Pitt, so of course I would love anything that he's in. Nice, nice. Uh, all right, and then I'm going to go ahead and just uh, put the worst pick in there. And I'm sure I'll be judged because I haven't even seen this movie. But <laughs> when the reviews came out for it, they, uh, they were not glowing reviews. Um, and I'm going to go with House of Gucci for worst. Oh, that's not where I thought you were going. <laughs> Do you yeah. think she was going to go with blonde there, Trist? Uh, I did, but yeah. I'm really happy she did it. <laughs> that's what you're picking. <laughs> I knew Tristan was going to pick that. You know, I think the movie's I know my fun. last pick of the draft is going to be now. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, now you do what you want for sure. <laughs> yeah. His blood's so hot right now for being hated. I was like, oh, Tristan's definitely picking that. Honestly, that, it is legitimately the worst biopic I've ever seen. Like, yeah. I haven't seen House of Gucci. So. Yeah. Um, I've seen both. House of Gucci is worse, but um, really? I, but yeah, I also like I, Blonde more than this. I kind of liked Blonde for no reason. Yeah, I, 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 I enjoyed it. <laughs> so I am biased. But, you know, honestly, yeah, I think uh, Blonde could definitely be the worst pick on this, 100%. I didn't even think about uh, that, okay. considering I heard about how bad that was as well. Yeah. But I just happened to be looking through movies, and I saw House of Gucci, and I was like, boom, that's it. That's my worst pick, actually. Yeah, when, when Quentin picked Bohemian Rhapsody, I'm like, yes, I prefer to Blonde, because Andrea never picks movies yeah. she hasn't seen. 
And then she goes, I've never seen this movie, but I heard the reviews. Yeah. Like, Damn it, she's gonna take yeah. it from me. I thought she was about to take both of Tristan's picks. Yeah, <laughs> I really did. When she was like, oh, I haven't seen it, but I've heard it's really, really bad lately. You know, I thought it was gonna be it. I actually had another really bad movie that I've never seen called Liz and Dick. Uh, but because it, it's a 1.5 on Letterbox or something, but I doubt anyone's watched that, so I did not go with that one. So yeah, yeah so those are my two picks for this round. Yeah, to be fair, uh, I don't think anybody really saw House of Gucci, so I I don't know if how good that's yeah. gonna be. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how popular of a pick that's gonna be from people, but hey, who am I to question Andrew? She she's on a winning streak. I don't know. <laughs> All right, so Tristan for, for contemporary. Yep. I'm going to pick Wolf of Wall Street. Oh, man. That's another good one. That was my thought for, for a contemporary. That's why I was hoping I get social number for best and get Wolf of Wall Street contemporary there. I feel like those are both winners. Yeah, they were both on my list of four, so now I'm only down to two for contemporary. Um, both, both pretty great films. I always... I, like Really looking at biopics when I was going through the list, Like for me, I don't know about you guys, the two standouts for biopics are Martin Scorsese and Aaron Sorkin. Like those two are like the pros at making biopics because Sorkin did Social Network, Moneyball, and Steve Jobs. And then Martin Scorsese's done at least like five biopics. So yeah, it, it, it was funny to me. I was looking at my list like, man, I got a lot of two guys on this list. <laughs> like it's pretty much their whole filmography. Uh, so my turn. I get to choose two more. Um. Hmm. So I am going to do. So for historical, I think I'm gonna do. You know, uh, another Oscar Best Picture winner. I guess I'm kind of the Oscar Academy here with all the Best Picture nominations. But for historical, I'm gonna do Twelve Years of Slave. Damn it! I was hoping for that. <laughs> I figured it. I figured I wouldn't wield me, but I, uh, I was really hoping. Uh, have you seen that one recently, Trist? Um, I saw it for the first time like a year, year and a half ago. Oh, really? Did did we not yeah. watch this as a family years ago? You guys all watched it without me. I think I was working that night. Mm, okay, okay. Because yeah, I remember watching it once when I was young. Um, you know, relatively. It's really young. good though. Yeah. Wait, no, I watched it for we did a podcast with uh, with Brad Pitt. That's right. That's right. That's what it was. Yeah, because because me and Andrew watched it recently. I forgot it was for a podcast. Yeah. Um, so I guess it was last summer then. Yeah. Yeah. It's one probably one of those movies where you only need to see every decade. <laughs> like I saw. It. Yeah, it's not one yeah. I'm, I'm rushing to go back to, but it's a really good movie. Yeah, it's really good. And to be fair, like that's almost on the same like page as like Schindler's List, where like it's three hours. It's brutal, uh, but yeah. it's one that you'll never forget. Uh, which is also, I guess, you know, <laughs> not comparing uh, this A twenty four film to these two intense biopics uh you know hereditary is almost like that too i did four podcasts with hereditary involved over the last two months and i never went back and watched it because i saw it two years ago when we were watching it in 2019 uh so i i still haven't went back to it like there's just some movies where you know you kind of remember everything very vividly because of how intense and scarring some of these moments are that you probably don't need to revisit it. Uh, and yeah, that's probably me with 12 Years a Slave. I don't know if I need to check this again and check this out again soon. But yeah, man, what a brutal movie. You really only got to watch the one time. Yeah, yeah, it's brutal. 
Yeah, I just want to say, yeah, 12 Years a Slave is a great pick. That was one of the three I had to pick for from hysterical. So, historical. I love that film. Yeah. The next one I'm going to pick, I'm going to go for best. And, you know, even though I obviously don't think this is better than Social Network, I still really love this film. Is it my favorite Martin Scorsese film? I don't know for sure. Angel's already shaking. Angel's already kind of like, yeah, whatever, because she hasn't seen any Scorsese. So she, she's like, it's not my I have pick. a good idea what it is. So. Um, but, but I'm going to pick Goodfellas. Yeah. Typical. <laughs> Basic guy pick. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what a fucking movie. You've seen this one, right, Tris? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. It's probably my favorite gangster movie of all time. I absolutely love it. Yeah, this was my favorite gangster movie of all time until I rewatched Scarface, uh, and Scarface is number one for me. But Goodfellas, no, I like this way more than Scarface. Yeah, which to be fair, I've seen Scarface twice now, uh, and on the rewatch, I really loved it. And Goodfellas, I've only seen once, so I do wonder if on the rewatch, I'll love that even more. Because man, it's so electric. It's so much fun. I love <laughs> like the guy's laugh is contagious. Uh, Joe Pesci's out is absolute a game. I believe he won Best Supporting Actor. Uh, great, great movie. Uh, you know. Uh, Angel will eventually watch when we get to it on the podcast. Something to look forward to. So, anyways, back to you, Tristan. Yeah. Now, for I'm going to pick one for. So, after me here, only Andrew goes before I get a go again. The only category that I haven't done and Andrew hasn't done is political. Yep, and then, yeah, and that's a good mindset to have, really. Uh, when you're in second place, you only have to pick oh before one person. Yeah. This so is I a category I didn't want you to do. Oh, no. <laughs> Which I absolutely whiffed that mindset when I picked Amadeus over Moneyball. Thinking, nah, Andrew, I won't pick Oh, Moneyball. good call, good call. Oh, the bad call, Andrew picked Moneyball. Wait, sorry, I mean, like, good call to point that out. I yeah. feel like... I feel like this is going to be where Tristan gets me back. He's going to pick my political film. I know it. I know it. Uh, I almost guarantee you I am not going to pick your political (laughs) film. Do not worry. That's why I was thinking, like, I really don't want to pick political. No, Andrew's not going to take it. But now that Quentin picked Schiller's list in political, I didn't didn't think he'd pick that. I thought political would be a lot weaker. Probably going to lose it, but I'm still going to pick Hamilton uh, for my pick for political. (laughs) <laughs> no, no, like, like the stage play damn right baby <laughs> oh man okay that whew, that wasn't my pick whew. i got so nervous wow incredible i really i truly believe this is the best uh political biopic this is a good tristan pick uh, you know you gotta have Absolutely. your you gotta have your personal pick yeah this is it for tristan this is a good one yeah no it's my absolute fave so i'm putting it there for political yeah. I actually thought, like, well, politicals would be pretty weak. Like, Schindler's List would be historic, and the top's going to be historic, and whatnot. And, but then, no, he put Schindler's List in political, so I'm like, man, Hamilton really is... It was like Hamilton against some other, you know, weak political biopic. I might have had a shot, but right. probably not against Schindler's Well, Hamilton's got a good fan base, really. Honestly. That's true. I just really got to hope he's got a lot of, you know, Hamilton stands, you know, following <laughs> I might, I might, yeah. We'll have to see how, uh, how the stands rise up against this. Not on the outside chance. It, it, it could win. I don't know if I ever told you guys this, but in 2020, I had to set a new password for work. And it was right after I watched Hamilton. I believe it was the morning after I had to set up a password. So I made it a Hamilton-based password 
and I haven't changed it since. So my password at my work laptop is still a Hamilton reference. That's fantastic. I love it. <laughs> I, I should probably fix it to something else, but um, no, I'm keeping it to Hamilton. I, I haven't even rewatched it, but there you go. It's got that going you for should. it. You should. It's a masterpiece. Yeah. And to be fair, it's one that's grown on me. I think the more musicals I watch, the more I like Hamilton in reference to it. I, th- I think I watched it when I've only seen a couple of musicals. I thought, ah, it's fine. It's yeah, mediocre. It's, it's decent. They did such a good job. Yeah, but it, to be fair, it is really good. Like, the more musicals I watch, the more I go, you know what? Hamilton was really good. It, 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 you know, it's pretty solid. All right, Andrea, it's your turn. All what right. are you thinking? All right. So I know the two categories I am picking. Um, I'll go ahead and go with musical first. Go ahead and get that one done. Um, yeah. It's a film that me and Quentin recently watched, and it just reminded me how much I really did like it. Um, I'm also kind of a semi-big fan of uh, Johnny Cash, so I'm going to go with Walk the Line here. It was just so good. I, I'm obsessed with it. Reese Witherspoon and Joaquin Phoenix literally killed, killed this film. They were so good with their performances. Yes. Have you seen this movie, Trist? I have not. Really? No. So here's the thing with Walk the Line. Probably one of the best musical biopics ever, except the songs are actually terrible. Like, like Johnny Cash, <laughs> the music in Johnny Cash is brutal. Like, I, I hate it. But when they're not singing, it's really, really good. My favorite part of the, watching this film with Quentin was the fact that he was making fun of all the country songs. They're so bad. Like I like country music, but I don't think I've listened to a lot of Johnny Cash. <laughs> like I, I know, good. I know Johnny Cash probably has some fans out there, and I'm making some enemies. <laughs> but like, it's so twangy, it's so bad. Like I genuinely don't think a single one of his songs is even like hearable. Like I, I think it's <laughs> it's trash in the ears. But Joaquin Phoenix and Reese Witherspoon are really, their, really good. Their chemistry is just amazing on set. They're so good. Yeah. Yeah, this is Reese Witherspoon's one and only Oscar win, and it's so deserving. It's her best performance ever, and Reese Witherspoon is really good. So, you know, I, I, I think the performances in this movie, the screenplay in this movie, I think it's all really, really good. Um, just the music that the biopic is about is not. So uh, this, would, this was my backup option. Uh, I had Amadeus at one and Walk the Line at two, so... Now I'm throwing caution to the wind. I don't know what I'm going to pick for musical. These are the only two good musicals out there. <laughs> Wowzer. Well, you should have saved it for last thing. What are you doing? Well, yeah, now I'm just not going to pick it until the very end. I got nothing to choose at from that. All right, Andrea, what is your next pick? So um, for my next pick, I'm going to go ahead and do political. I'm actually super shocked this was not picked. Uh, this was another movie me and Quinn watched recently as well, and it was just so good, so emotional. It, it taught me so many things about like politics, uh, historical facts, and whatnot, um, and I'm going to be going with Malcolm X. Oh, yep. Yes. Denzel Washington was amazing. Probably, honestly, one of my favorite performances from him ever. Yeah. Have you seen this movie, Trist? The Spike Lee one, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I have seen that. Yeah, very good. 
Did anyone spoil that he died? Because Andrew spoiled that for <laughs> me 20 minutes before he died. Quentin, I don't think it was a spoil for most people. <laughs> I was like, how did you not know this? Did you go to school? <laughs> uh, I fell asleep during social studies. I wasn't paying attention. But like literally 20 minutes before Tristan, Andrew was like, eh, the rest of me was gonna be kind of boring. It's just gonna be like about his assassination. And I was like, <clears throat> excuse me? He dies? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, he, he And then I also enlightened him that Martin Luther King dies as well. He's assassinated. Yeah, <laughs> yeah real spoiler heavy discussion we had over there. It was, it was, it was hilarious. <laughs> All right, Tristan, it's your next pick here. I'm going to pick one for a sport because Quentin Sullivan picked one there. Classic. And I'm going to pick the blind side. Oh, thank God. Whew. <laughs> I got a little nervous. I well, think I know what you're going to pick, and I thought about it, but I, uh, I'm like, nah. The Blind Side, The Blind Side's a good one. The Blind Side is really good. I haven't seen that in a while. I think the last time I watched it was with Mom, and obviously she loved it, so I think that always has a soft spot for me, because she really likes that movie. Um, yeah, I haven't, I haven't rewatched it since, though, but I do remember really liking it. What am I going to pick for sports? You, you said you know it? I think I'm going to pick Raging Bull. It is my turn, so I'm going to pick it anyways. Uh, but but have you seen it, Tris? Where you're gonna pick it? I have not. No. Oh, you're just gonna pick it. Okay. I was I gotcha. gonna pick it'd be a dick, but I, yeah, uh, I decided not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That 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 would have been a pretty dick move. Um, cause yeah, I, I'm gonna pick Raging Bull here. Uh, and I got a little nervous because I didn't think you saw Amadeus either. So I, I was not gonna pick Amadeus or Raging Bull until this moment when there was like two spots left. Uh, and I was like, ah, okay, well, I got nothing to worry about. Nobody's seen Amadeus or Raging Bull here, so I'll just take them at the end. Uh, when you... I heard people compare Amadeus yeah. to Hamilton. So. Yeah. <laughs> so you threw me for a loop there. I got a little nervous. Um, but yeah, uh, I'm going to pick Raging Bull here for sports. I guess that now puts me at two Martin Scorsese films on my list. Um, and Tristan has one on his list. So, you know, a real Scorsese list here, except for Andrew. I don't think I've seen a single Scorsese <laughs> movie. You did not. Yeah. <laughs> And I think that's because every Scorsese film is over two and a half hours. Oh, look, they're all too long for Andrew. Yeah. It's too long, yeah. Exactly. You think going to sit there like, and watch that? I like the 90-minute films. <laughs> Andrew has shit to do. She doesn't have time to wait. Yeah, yeah. time is precious. Come on, guys. Yeah, uh, Contemporary is the one I'm going to be picking next because uh, musical, you guys picked the only two good ones. So I got, you pick her. Yeah, I got nothing to choose here for that. Or contemporary, I'm gonna slowly drag this out because I don't know what the hell I'm gonna pick. For contemporary, I'm gonna pick one that isn't that, you know, most people haven't really seen it. I'm not really too concerned about winning this category because, you know, it's, it's from a later time period. It's from the same director that made one of my favorite films of all time, 12 Angry Men. Uh, so I'm going to be picking their film, Dog Day Afternoon. Oh, man. Andrew's so mad he picked this one. Andrew I'm very, ups- get it. very upset right now. Yeah. yeah. Fuming. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've never seen this one either. I feel like I'm picking all the movies Andrew has no one has. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, you know, that's fair enough. That's fair enough. I do recommend this, though, if anybody's listening and hasn't seen this movie. Um, it's probably one of my favorite biopics. It is really good. Mostly picking it just because I love it. Um, and that's pretty much the only reason. Uh, but yeah, no, I, I do rec- recommend this movie. It's 
really crazy how insane it's basically about two people breaking into a bank and it all takes place in one day it's probably one of the best one day movies i don't know if we'll eventually do a draft for that kind of film but it's it's really i love those movies yeah i recommend a few tristan it's a tristan movie for sure uh you know the lead guy is al pacino how can you beat that come on pacino at his best all right tristan it's your turn next year. You My got second his, last pick. Yeah, you I'm got historical go and worst left. And Quentin picked a uh, both Schindler's List and Twelve Years a Slave. I had three movies written down for historical: Schindler's List, Twelve Years a Slave, and The Favorite. All <laughs> three of them have been taken. So I quickly scribbled in a fourth option here, and I think this option is just as good as them. All right, it's just a uh, a little different. I'm gonna go with Braveheart. Oh. Yeah, I've not actually seen this movie yet. Kind of embarrassed to say. They may take our picks, but they will not take our chances at winning. <laughs> I think Braveheart's got a chance here. <laughs> yeah, honestly, yeah, Braveheart's a pretty, po- you know, another Oscar winner. Uh, the, the Academy loves the biopics, like we've said. Um, yeah, a, a really good choice. Honestly, Tristan, uh, also, aside from Hamilton, because it wasn't eligible, every single movie he has picked has been nominated for Best Picture or won. I picked champions, baby. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's good. Wow. Uh, Andrea. And Hamilton won the Tony, which is close enough. Yeah. Uh, Andrea, I think, only has two that's nominated for Best Picture. So, n- not so much. He's really going for more fan favorites. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's always my strategy, though. I actually so. think, I think all of mine are still nominated for Best Picture, unless I'm incorrect. The Blind Side was nominated for Best Picture? The Blind Side? I believe so. Was it not? That was the year. Have to that, that was that was the year they had like eight nominees. I'm pretty sure got nominated. Yeah, that was Sandra Bullock's win. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure got nomination. All right, over to Andrea for her last two picks. Right. Um. So the um. Let's go with contemporary first. Um. It's. I'm gonna pick a film that the first time I watched it, I was completely blown away. Um, it deals with a lot of big topics of the time, um, and that is going to be Hidden Figures. Very, uh, very great movie. Um, learned a lot from it. Um, the acting was amazing. Some of the scenes were very, very impactful if anyone hasn't seen it. Yeah, I enjoyed that one a lot. That was a good one. I kind of, yeah, that's a good pick. It was a really good choice. Yeah, honestly, I had to look it up. The lead, the actual lead mm-hmm. lady in it, uh, the film was made two years before she passed away. So, yeah. Wow. Perfect time. Barely, barely went into that category. Yeah, um, contemporary has a lot of, that are, like, surprising. Like, Raging Bull, which came out in the 80s, the main character passed away in 2017, so that was also eligible. So th- there's a lot that are kind of surprising contemporary choices. I think a lot of the sport ones are proud. Yeah. And um, I had I had two I had two backup ones. My backup ones for that category were Wild, which was another Reese Witherspoon film as well. It's about her traveling the Appalachian Mountain Trail. Um, very good. And then I also had 127 Hours, which I just really like that film. What was the second one you had there? You cut out again. Um, 127 Hours. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I thought about that one. Contemporary was the only category it fit in, but I knew I wanted to pick Wolf of Wall Street. 
for it. So I didn't really have anywhere else mm-hmm. to put it. Yeah, I was telling Andrea, I have a clear choice as to what my contemporary pick is. No doubt about it. Andrea, you just have to look at the list and you instantly know which one I'm picking. One of the greatest movies of all time. And Andrew was like, oh, I think I know what it is. You're talking about 127 hours, aren't you? I was like, really? That's the <laughs> slam dunk you thought I was going to go for? Andrew okay. has one more pick, I believe. Yep, I have one more. Um, Andrea, literally sa- yeah. Andrea literally saved best for last. I did. The best for last is exactly why. You know, this category, is this one that has social network? Yeah. Yeah. Hard to compete. I know, I know. I'm going to put this film in it because it is my favorite biopic, I would say, of all time. And I think it it could have a fighting chance. Probably not. But um, I'm going to go with Aaron Brockovich uh, for best biopic. If you have not seen it, highly recommend. It's about basically this lady. She can't find a job, um, and she basically has to fight her way into getting a job for a lawyer, and she ends up going into this big court case where she just basically fights for this little town. It's really good. Yeah, definitely. Uh, definitely a fan fave. Aaron Brockovich is really good. I enjoyed that one a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's really good. I liked it. Julia Roberts was amazing. All right, so my last pick mm-hmm. is for worst. I can't believe no one else picked this movie because it is easily the worst <laughs> biopic I've ever seen. We've already talked about it, and that's going to be, of course, the long. That movie's a real stinker. <laughs> I haven't seen it. Quentin, I'm sure, has a lot to say about it. Yeah, I've already said it. I've said oh, it. Okay, now. okay. Nothing else to be lot. said. Yeah. It's we... so bad, though. It's a slam dunk win for that. <laughs> I got it my last pick. That's impressive. <laughs> Like, like it just—I actually—I've never seen House of Gucci, so I don't know how bad that. Is. No, it's just—it's it's not. Rhapsody just nowhere near as bad as one. I think it's way worse. Bohemian Rhapsody is terrible, but at least the music. But to be fair, uh, I agree. I think Blonde's like the fan favorite pick uh, to, to win here. You know, similar to worst movie quote, which I guess I did win that surprisingly for the Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom pick of uh, "They're Alive Just Like Me," and you picked. The Martha, why did you say that name? Which is like the iconic bad movie line. Uh, you know, Blonde's the go-to choice. So I'm, I'm hoping maybe the viewers have similar taste to me on what's trash, similar to Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. Hopefully they know how bad this movie is, but we'll see. Blonde's probably the go-to favorite. I thought Andrew was going to snag that win. But now here we are. Uh, for musical, you know... There's really no other good ones. There's only two good I musicals. One, I had one for you. Oh, yeah? What's your recommendation? My recommendation is you go with Selena. Uh, I've never seen that. I, I know, know, but it's that. really good. I was my Trust second me. pick. Have you seen that, Tristan? Compton's way better. You've never seen that one either. Yeah, I'll pick one that I've seen. Neither <laughs> of them are going to beat Amadeus or Walk the Line. I think Amadeus is the go-to for like the real critical viewers and Walk the Line. I think anybody that just really likes musicals over the last 10 years. It's easily the best biopic for musicals. So, you know, it's not going to be either of these, but I might as well just go for the newest one. And maybe if people haven't seen any movies, they'll just go, ah, fuck it. I like Elvis. I'll vote mm-hmm. for that one. And I'll, and I'll pick Elvis because I, I ironically think it's really think funny. That's a good pick. Actually. I actually think that's really smart. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's the only one that might have a chance. And 
is actually my third favorite musical by default because I don't I don't think it's good, but I think it's pretty entertaining. I had a really really good time watching this, and I told Andrea if you are ever in the mood to watch this because she didn't check it out with me because once again it's over two and a half hours. But I, told I was her, busy you know, with work that <laughs> night. Excuse um, you. <laughs> but but I, I did tell her if you ever want to check this out, I'll rewatch it. So that's how entertaining this movie is. It's really fun. Yeah. It's just a good time. It is a good time. But it, it really is. It also has Tom Hanks, and I'm a huge Tom Hanks fan. Tom Hanks is incredible. No one else will agree with me, but he's the best part of the movie. <laughs> I really enjoyed his part. I love though. it. He's so good. So that is our list here. For reference to those listening, my picks for best was Goodfellas, for worst was Bohemian Rhapsody, for musical was Elvis, sports Raging Bull, political Schindler's List, historical 12 Years a Slave, and contemporary Dog Day Afternoon. For Tristan, he had Social Network for best, Blonde for worst, Amadeus for musical, The Blind Side for sports, Hamilton for political, Braveheart for historical, and Wolf of Wall Street for contemporary. And then for Andrea, she had Aaron Brockovich for Best, House of Gucci for Worst, Walk the Line for Musical, Moneyball for Sports, Malcolm X for Political, The Favorite for Historical, and Hidden Figures for Contemporary. That's our list. How are you guys feeling this time around? I'm feeling really good because I'm really thinking Social Network, Blonde, Amadeus, and even Wolf of Wall Street, those all feel like slam dunk for me. I yeah. feel like I really, really called all of those. Like Braveheart, Hamilton, Blindside, those are going to lose. But I really think I got four of them. I feel real, real good. Yeah, I think just looking the best, I think, I think he has three locks. I wouldn't be so confident on Blonde just yet because I think more people have seen Bohemian Rhapsody. So I, think, I agree. Yeah. I, I do think Blonde, the thing I've heard is not a lot of people watch it. I'm hoping a lot of people just vote for it. Based off, yeah, based off the Bohemian buzz. Rhapsody yeah. And they heard Blonde was real. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, based on the buzz that has for it. I'm hoping uh, off might. word alone, people just vote for Blonde. That's a fair point. But yeah, yeah. Other than that, I think, yeah, I think you got three strong contenders right there. What about you, Andrew? How are you feeling? I don't know. I feel okay. I feel the same that I always feel. And I always come out on top, so. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Actually, I think you guys had really good picks this time. Um, I'm not going to be surprised if one of you guys beats me, actually. Um, I try to sneak in there and get some, but there are definitely some categories that I think are better are better than mine. Yeah, well, there you have it. That is the fourth draft in the books. We'll see who comes out on top for the next one when we draft in another month's time. See you guys later.